Hello and welcome to episode 55 of More, a podcast designed to inspire, encourage and support women to make changes both big and small in their lives. And this week we are talking about roles and how we are labelled. I'm Serena Nob, a body confidence and sexual empowerment coach based in Surrey in the UK and I'm a busy mummy to five. And I'm Jo Merritt, a mum to two teenagers. I am a super busy wellness advocate helping people up-level their health and wellness. And I am co-founder to an eco-gift store, Treasure and Light. So the reason that we wanted to do this one is because somebody wrote something on my wellness community, health and wellness community that I set up over on Mighty Networks. About all of the roles or boxes or labels that we are given or fit into over the course of a lifetime, especially as women. So the reason that she wrote it was in response to something that I had said about my changing um, role in my children's life. The fact that, you know, it's that empty nest syndrome thing where your children start to need you less as they get older. Serena, you are there with some of your children, but not with others. You uh, yeah. kept me- you kept creating ready-made replacements, so you don't have I to did. get there yet. Yeah, very clever. Clever of you. But um, <laughs> only having had two, who are now almost 16 and already 18, I had asked the question within the group, the community, about how you adapt. And this lovely, wonderful lady called Lee came out with total gems pearls of wisdom and explained and said think about how many roles you fulfill within your course of your lifetime and when I started to think about it Serena it was crazy so I thought well I'll start from the beginning so I was daughter I was student pupil student um waitress um uh part-time um you know, um, shop worker, a sales assistant, that's the word, mother, wife, ex, friend, girlfriend. Like, it was ridiculous. And that's before we even tackle most of the jobs that I've done. If you think about it, and also as mothers, as women, because we do, I think, go through more changes, even those subtle nuances of being a mother, a mother to a baby, a mother to a toddler, a mother to a part-time you're a part-time mum when your child's at school all day, but you then have to adapt back. You know those times where they go to school and you rediscover who you are for six hours of the day almost, and then you revert back to being mum. And I yes. just found it really interesting, really, really interesting how we adapt to all of those different roles and the effects that that has on us as people. And we're like natural actors, right? Natural yeah. actors. Um, one of the roles I was just thinking of while you were talking there, there was um, you didn't mention sex brother worker? or sister. Oh, not but sex, a sex worker. worker. <laughs> no, what I was thinking was, you know, what, I want to know what role because you know when you're in a job and my mum and I know I think we've talked about this before and my mum used to do it at work. She'd have a completely different voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what is that kind of a role? She'd be like, oh, hello. I'm Jeanette. And then at home she'd be like, Serena! <laughs> yeah, but we like, all do that, don't we? your friends that way? <laughs> well, mainly because you get sacked if you're at work, I imagine. <laughs> if I spoke to them, sometimes I would speak to my kids. To be fair, they have already dished it out first. Um, yeah, it's like, does it, 
does it go beyond i think it does it i think it goes beyond the voices we use the clothes we wear i think it goes deep into your psyche about creating who you are your worth your position in the world yeah and do you think so that I comes think... from different as you've grown up you know different ways you've seen your parents I do. Act or I do because I, I I totally believe you know the nature nurture thing I think we are a mixture we are a sum of both 100 percent mm-hmm. I but I think it goes more than that I don't think it's just how it affects you at the time I think if you could get to your very last day and and I'm assuming you know on our very last day, some people don't know it's their last day. Some people are very ill or they're not with, they're not conscious. But if you could get to your very last day and, and look, almost look back and distill how you ended up being who you are on that dark last day, I think all these things have very much contributed to that. Do, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think fulfilling the role of a daughter we know is very different to fulfilling a role as a mother fulfilling the role as a friend is very different sometimes it's subtly maybe to fulfilling the role of a girlfriend or a wife um you know in the course of my career I've been like I say a waitress a shop assistant a national journalist um a trainee reporter I've been um a masseuse I have been an entrepreneur a business Can we go back owner. to the masseuse you, you can, yes. It's not what you think. It's a very holistic massage. Lots of people Sorry. are expecting something very different. Although if money gets really tight, that's always a backup story. So thanks for raising that. Just putting that Sorry. out there. You can find Come my on. number in phone phone boxes. No, not really. Nobody uses phone box anymore, do they? Let's face it. No, you see what I mean? I mean, I've just literally rattled off. I didn't mention music, te- French music teacher. I didn't mention baby sign teacher. I didn't mention project manager, website building, social media. I mean, literally the list is endless, the roles that I have fulfilled. And I haven't done yeah. half the things that some people have done. No, but do you think as well, um, so on my course and stuff, I'm, you know, I'm working on, on the brain and how, and how, as a small child, everything that happens from the moment we're born is yep. creating um, scenarios in our head of fight, flight, and fawn. Yeah. Um, and so, when we are going to things, so say for instance, a partner. So when we're choosing a partner, a yep. lot of the time we will be choosing partners that have similar traits to our yep. caregivers, that's not right. necessarily because that's what we. Th- that we think we're looking for because somewhere along our it's like conditioning you know, from when we're small yeah something's happened and we need to fix it and we feel that this person's going to be able to fix that problem and so it kind of moves itself forward that we play are like in tune like have like a little golden thread going through them that's kind of pushing you back to when you were smaller as well do you mean like is there sort of a divine intervention almost going on I don't know if there is. Do you is, think it's you know? subconscious is what I mean? I, I think it's think subconscious it... in a way. The reason I'm yeah. saying in a way is because I do think there's, there's certain people in life who play things very safe, aren't there? And they maybe only, especially with jobs, take them within what they know they can do. Like, Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Like they won't stretch themselves. Whereas some people will yeah. always push themselves. They will blag, like me. They will push themselves outside their comfort zone and say they can do something when, you know, it's like it's like the classic, 
the actor writes, they put to read from French and ride a horse on their CV, and then they get a job that actually asks them to do both, and they're like, oh my god. But there's some people who will just go for it and just think, what's the worst that can happen? And there's some people who won't. And I think that is intrinsically part of the way life has shaped you. Yeah. The, the experiences that you have had to date. But I also think, this is where it is that nature-nurture debate, I also think is something that is inherently in you as a person. Are you a risk taker? Are you a, a, a goal grabber? Are you somebody who just goes, oh, sod it. What, you know, if it goes wrong, it goes wrong. No one's going to die. Well, unless that is your job. And maybe someone does die. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I think yeah, yeah. some of that. But And then, I, then the more I learn about the universe and the more I've done self-development, the more I start to question whether that, like you're saying, that golden thread, whether we're just not aware of more of a divine power, more of a divine intervention. So it's a very difficult one as a human, uh, you know, at the bottom of this, I think we're probably at the bottom of the developmental scale as human beings, that we don't really understand so much of what goes on. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. One of the roles I was thinking while you were talking there, one of the roles that I absolutely play is the role of the warrior. I right. worry about everything, absolutely everything. To procrastinate on doing something because yeah. I'm scared of what it's going to do. And even if I yeah. have to do it, I won't do it till the very last minute because I've right. been, and I'll have made and So this is what we don't see because I would never have, pegged you as that because you do put yourself out but I haven't seen what's gone on beneath the surface or before the event yeah so I find that interesting because that's not something I would would see so say like for a a Facebook live or something like that dependent on where it is I feel much more comfortable doing it obviously in my own communities but if I'm going to somebody else's community and I will like I won't give them the they might have to ask me like bio or for my my picture or, or whatever before i give it to them because i'm like oh i don't know if i should do it oh my god oh, what if wow. i do this what if this goes wrong and eventually I, i'll give it to them and then like on the day like i i literally i, I will try, kind of wing it in the end because i've made myself that w- worries that i can't concentrate on getting things yeah in my head that i just have to go with it no, I do understand, because I'm a stressor myself. I do understand, but I would never have seen you like that. So that's really interesting. What you said then about... Um, oh, I'm still getting horrible feedback. I do apologise to people listening if they can hear this. It's a little bit like there's somebody in a cockpit talking to the... Um, what do you call it? The tower. <laughs> Clear for takeoff. I can't hear Clear it. I can't hear it. <laughs> Um, so what you were just talking about there with um, the fact you're a warrior, you know, I was saying I don't see that in you. Um, I think that we bring all sorts of things from one experience to another experience. And sometimes I don't think we even know we're doing it. So you're aware that you're worrying. But on the other end of the spectrum, I think I probably, you know, the, the skills that I developed raising children I could probably take in and do a much better job in a job in a career than I did before I had children um the skills that you adapt from a friendship you know when you're having to be there and you're listening to them you can adapt then when you're a mum being able to listen to your children Mm -hmm. and so I think a lot of these roles that we play are really beneficial does that make sense when I say beneficial like yeah like they have their uses these skills that we pick up then in the on the other side, the flip side of the coin, I think that 
it can have um like a detrimental effect you know on on when you move into another role so you you can't isolate you you take your hang-ups with you so do, do you know what i mean by that you can't run yeah. away from yourself so you may no. have had an experience in a role earlier in your life perhaps your formative years as a student as a pupil somebody as a as a child who's always saying yes to something that you don't agree with to keep the peace you don't want to get in trouble you have fear and I sometimes think that we take those into other roles you know maybe into a a job role that you don't stand up for yourself that you don't or even a relationship a partner you know a, a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a wife husband that you don't because you develop, you sat in that comfort zone because it was easier in a different role. You sometimes do that in another role, and it doesn't benefit you. And I and I think it's really hard sometimes for people to understand how to transition and leave some of that crap behind. Does that do you understand what I mean by that? Yeah, absolutely. And that's something that with like self development and working with therapist or a coach they'll be they'd be able to help you because they'll be able to help you with that brain that yeah mind and body kind of connection yeah um, but when it's yourself and you're and you know you, you're just do, trying to muddle along yourself and do all of these different roles it kind of all gets mixed a little bit doesn't it so it's like it elements does. of each thing that you take with you um you never really get rid of like no I, it's definitely i've got anxiety i suffered from anxiety since i was and that will always be with me. I've just now learned how to control that mm. when I need to. Um, it's not controlled to a point where it's stopped. It's just controlled to a point where I can push myself a little bit further. Um, and that will go like the same. It's the same when, when I was a kid, I had it. When I was a mum, I had it. When I'm a sister, I have it. You know, when I'm a wife, I have it. It's, it's, it's always there with me. It's part of me. Yeah. Um, I was in um, so one of the jobs that I do, one of the roles I play is working within a nursery, you know, atmosphere, preschool children. And I saw them playing the tail end of a game the other day, and they call it silly soup. And so the children, the teacher pulls out a load of different, you know, toys and games and, you know, a block of Lego, a car, a toy cat. And she gets them to pass a bowl and a spoon around and they have to look for something in the letter she says. This is all to practice their alphabet, their letters, the sounds. Yeah. And they put it in the bowl and then they get to stir it and they sing a little song called Silly Soup. They're making silly soup in the bowl. And they all hand it round so eventually they cover everything. And it made me think, our life is like a silly soup, right? Like, the older you get and the more experiences and the more roles that you've played the more ingredients are in your silly soup. And is it any wonder that at, at some point in our mid to older lives, a lot of people unravel and come unstuck a little bit and have that moment where they're not quite sure who they are, what role they're playing, where they fit in. Because ultimately you keep adding and adding and adding. And we all know the more you add to anything, even though it can be wonderful to have a whole range of experience, it can get really fucking confusing, right? Yeah, you can get proper overwhelm. Overwhelm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you have a midlife crisis, right? Some people do, Serena. Is that aimed at me? <laughs> no, no, no. It's not at all. <laughs> Believe it or not, this has been said about me recently a few times. I have a new terminology for the midlife crisis, right? My terminology for what midlife crisis means is actually you get to a certain point in your life and you realise you've got less time left than you've had. And you go, 
what have I got to lose? I'm just doing it. I'm buying the motorbike. I'm wearing the short skirt. I'm seeing the younger guy. You know, whatever it is, ultimately, I think really what people are just doing is going, I'm living my life. And do you know what you're doing there? You're playing a different role, right? You are playing a different role. And a lot of people who make the comments about a midlife crisis are people who are close to you and don't like to see the change because it frightens them. It scares yeah, them. They don't know how to handle it. Yeah. And, and I think yeah. if we could develop in a world where we encourage every single person to have absolute confidence in what they're doing, even if it goes wrong, to have the confidence to make mistakes, I think we'd have more accepting communities. Because people Absolutely, wouldn't be so quick to judge 100%. other people if they weren't afraid to make the mistakes themselves. Yeah, agreed. Absolutely. So now we just need to get into government, me and you, Serena, and, and it would we can <laughs> sort this, it'll all be fine. <laughs> That's it. We can invest That's all the it. money in health and wellness and mental well being and encouraging young people to create confidence and it would all be fine, you see. There you go. That's another <laughs> playing. Another role. <laughs> I'm going to be the student and I'm going to do some coursework. Brilliant. Good. I hope it goes well for you. I hope you Thank focus you. well and you get lots done and achieve a lot this afternoon, Serena. And I hope you enjoy your walk. Thank you so much. Until next time, ladies, don't be afraid. Go out there, tick those boxes, fill those roles and go and get more. Bye. <laughs>